Welcome to Street Stories, a podcast of real, raw, and unfiltered stories of homelessness told by Skip Finkfish, founder and pastor of Word on the Street Homeless Ministries. Please be advised, these stories are for a mature audience. Our goal is to bring you as close to the reality of homelessness as we can, one story at a time. There are a lot of times when I'll go out onto the road and I will just simply drive around and look for evidence of the possibility of someone being in the woods or behind the building or, you know, I look for evidence of, uh, possible evidence of a homeless person. There are certain things to look for, um, the way that they communicate to each other the way they put little things a certain way on the end of a on the end of a path, plus they also have like fake paths that'll lead you in, at, which actually is taking you away from their camp, as opposed to to their camp. Any of that kind of thing. Anyway, this one day, I was out uh, looking for entrances into the woods. I was looking for evidence of the possibility that somebody might be in there. So when I see something like that, when I'm driving around, I'll just park and I'll get out and I'll put my backpack on with some snack bags or batteries or bug spray or a combination of things. It's my reason to show up. It's my reason to go in um, rather than just meander into somebody's place. And so I, I did that this one day and I went back into a path and... I found a man and a woman that were living together in a camp. I told a story about the woman uh, on another on another podcast. Her name was Heather. And when I went back in to see, I, I, I found the two of them. And then over here to my left, maybe about, I don't know, 25 yards, there was another uh, tent. And there was a guy sitting there on a chair. And he just, he didn't move. He just stared. He just watched. Uh, while I was communicating with Heather and John, uh, the two people in that particular camp. Anyway, the guy on the that was just watching, a couple of days later when I saw uh, Heather and John again, they told me that his name was Mark and he was from Boston and that he uh, said something to them about how that I scared him. He never even came over. But he said that, do you see that man's eyes? Look at that man's eyes. That is, I don't, I, I'm not sure about that man. I'm, I think I'm afraid of that man. He's got very strong eyes, uh, interestingly enough. And so a, a couple of days after that, I was walking on the sidewalk uh, looking for places. And Mark starts walking is walking towards me on the sidewalk he didn't know that i had talked with heather and john and he didn't know that i knew his name so as we were approaching i stuck my hand out and i'm like how you doing mark and he was kind of stunned you know that i knew who he was we laughed we talked we got to know each other a little bit mark and i got really close once again over time uh, i have a tendency of building relationships with the people because that's what Word on the street is about. It's about building relationships with people one at a time 
to learn their story, to hear their story, to help them in whatever way it is that we can, we can help them. If it means food, if it means water, if it means shelter, if it means friendship, uh, if it means, uh, you know, of course, leading them to Christ. I mean, any, it, but, it's, but there, there has to be a trust factor that is built between the people. Not anybody can just walk into someone's camp. Not anybody can just, they, people will not reveal where they, where they hang out to you if they don't trust you. Um, so anyways, it's on building a trust relationship. Mark and I, uh, Boston Mark, as I call him, and I became uh, very close friends and we became trusted friends. Mark was a vet. His son uh, was uh, killed in Iraq. Um, and, uh, Mark, um, was, uh, he, he was bipolar and he had some real struggles with some emotions and he would hear voices. And there were times where I, where, where he would call me, uh, help me. I remember one time in particular where he called me and he told me he was behind this one convenience store. And he and they he didn't want to do what they were telling him to do, and so I knew right away what he was talking about. And I went straight there. I was in another part of town, and I drove straight to where he was. It was a hot summer afternoon. I walked behind the convenience store, and there was Mark. He was hunched. He was hunched down, and his back was up against the concrete block wall of the store, and he was banging his head against the wall. To the point where his skin was starting to break open, and and when when I come walking towards him, I guess he sensed that it was that it was someone there, that it was me. I guess he assumed it was me anyway. Pastor Skip, make him stop, make him stop, please make him stop. And uh, so anyway, I took him that day. I put him in my truck. I drove him to a particular facility that we have here in West Orlando. Uh, I Baker acted him and had him uh, admitted um, into this particular facility because that's what, that's what we do. That's what friends do. That's what a pastor would do in that particular situation. There are situations, folks, where I can't just walk up to say to people and say, Jesus loves you, this will pass, everything will be okay. Uh, yes, that's true, but... <laughs> not appropriate, if you will. Forgive me uh, if you believe that that's always appropriate. It's not, not, not in the real world. So anyway, Mark and I developed a, 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 a very strong relationship over time. Mark ended up moving back to Boston. He had cancer. Uh, his cancer was diagnosed here in Orlando and he wanted to go back to Boston. He loved Boston and um, uh, the socks. He was always talking about the socks, you know, and he uh, ended up moving back to Boston, and he was living in a shelter in downtown in Boston in a homeless shelter, and working and walking the streets. And uh, we would talk by cell phone, you know, we would talk on phone at least once a week, long conversations, as he was getting ill. Uh, I didn't hear from him for a couple of weeks and then I would call his number and there was no answer and um, 
one day my phone rang I didn't recognize the number but I recognized the area code and the area code was Boston and so I answered the phone and it was a coroner it was a coroner's office and the coroner said to me that there was a man there that had died he was a homeless man I mean I knew right away that it was Boston and I knew right away that it had to be Mark and he said there's no ID on this man he has no wallet he has no ID of any particular kind and the but we found I found a ministry card for Word on the Street Homeless Ministries in his pocket it was the only thing on his body um, as far as any kind of an identification is concerned and so I'm calling you who is this man so I had quite a conversation with the coroner and I explained to him who Mark was, uh, first and last name. I told him about his son. I told him about his military service. I told him how, you know, the, enough information where he could check these things out uh, that they were true. Long story short, this is a situation where someone died that I had a relationship with over a number of years Yes, Mark drank, but he did not die from alcoholism like many do. He died from the cancer, and he died on the streets in Boston. And being found without my ministry card, uh, there would have been no contact from the coroner's office. And what I'm saying to you is that there is no such thing as chance, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, when it comes to the Lord's work, this is there's no happenstance, there's no chance. God uh, directed me into that camp that day to meet with John and Heather, and Mark was there, and then He brought him across my path. My promise to the Lord is that I will build a relationship with anyone, male, female, whatever, that He brings across my path. If they are homeless, he brings them across my path. I will build a relationship with them. Uh, that's my promise to the Lord. So anyway, because of the Lord bringing Mark across my path, and because of him carrying my business card, rather tattered and torn, and over many years he carried my card in his pocket, as many homeless do, uh, they will carry my card and then they will give it to another homeless person and say, this man will help you. Contact this man. And then when they see me again, they ask me for another card so that they can carry it in their wallet so they can help with someone else. So rather than Mark being cremated and buried in a common grave, which happens a lot to homeless people, Mark is buried in the National Cemetery he was buried with military honors, and he is buried in the National Cemetery outside of Boston simply because of the fact that he had a word on the street, ministries, business card, ministry card in his pocket. Please help me help others. I need to have a reason to go into the woods. The reason is whatever is in my backpack.
that starts the initial conversation. But it's not about the stuff. It's about the person. It's about the soul. Help me go. I need your help. Rest in peace, Boston Mark. I love you. Go Sox. Thank you.